right. Well, welcome back to the Long Shot Club. We appreciate you being here. I'm Ellie. I'm No. I'm not of this world. Who are you people? Oh, boy. <laughs> That's Bran. <laughs> You're a problem. Yes. Problem child. Everybody's got to have one, Always. Right? <laughs> so, um, after... The last movie we watched together. I'm still drinking. We're (laughs) still recovering from that. I'm hoping that my pick will help a little bit because it's a comedy. However, I'm a little bit nervous because it's a dark comedy. I like dark comedies. Dark comedies are good. Yeah, no, I I really enjoy them, but we are still recovering from Brand's last heartbreaking pick. Heart wrencher over there. Why did you drop a bomb on us? Because I'm America and you guys are Japan. Oh, that was bad. That yeah, was that bad. Was I'm going to have to cut that too. All right. Womp, I would like to apologize womp. to the entire country of Japan. <laughs> Just sorry. Um, so this time we're going to be watching a movie called It's a Disaster. You've probably Hopefully, never heard of it. Hopefully it's not a disaster. Well, we're going to find out. Um, the basic idea is that four couples are getting together for brunch and then something goes horribly, horribly wrong. So, but it's a it's a comedy. It's just a dark comedy. So we're gonna see how this goes. Mm-hmm. If I remember right from the trailer, it's a bioweapon that's allegedly gone off. Right? Uh, basically, a bunch of dirty bombs have gone Got, off. Um, That'd be a bioweapon. Yeah. So fuck. What's his name? Something. David Cross in it, right? Yeah. Yes. David I like Cross. Him. America I'm Ferreira hopeful. is in it, and I Ooh, actually I, like her. I, like I her. really like America Ferreira and respect yeah. her a lot. So it's, I'm super excited because the cast is awesome. Didn't she like get her start on like Disney Channel or something, and then she was on Ugly Betty, and then now she's like she was in a few. Uh, I think she was in a couple of Cheetah Disney Girls movies. or something. Yeah, not no, Cheetah Girls. Not Cheetah no, Girls. She, no. um, it was specifically. Oh man, I can't even remember. Was it in about volleyball? Si se puede, si se puede. I don't know. Uh, si se puede is a like a. I still feel like wasn't a America- chant from. I mean, that um, can still also be a volleyball true. movie yeah. concerning like America- Disney. Man, yeah. we're gonna Google this later. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, si se puede means yes, I can. Yes, yes it can. does. But I remember I they used Spanish it in a. Well. They, well, it does, but they used it in a Disney movie about a volleyball team that was mostly made up of Hispanic young woman so they're kind of like it's like the underdog story and stuff like that and i feel like she was a part of that movie but as far as what the movie is called i have no idea and if it's called si se puede i'm gonna be really upset with myself so but in the meantime definitely not surreptitiously not so surreptitiously googling (laughs) so i'm gonna go ahead and stop drinking and hopefully i'll sober up during the movie because right now i can't feel my teeth okay (laughs) we're gonna yeah we're gonna work on that and go watch this movie (laughs) hopefully have a good time she was in sisterhood of the traveling pants yes i forgot about that I never saw it. I just... Uh... I never saw it. It was just like, I always really liked America for... I feel like you've told me about that. You've never yeah. seen it? No, I've never seen it, but she had a great Weird. line in the movie um, where she was like, you think a pa- the three of you think a pair of jeans is going to fit all of this? <laughs> like, And I'm like, I relate to this so much. <laughs> so... Um. Yeah, gotta kick it up. I think is the movie you're thinking yeah. of, and they were yes, I do. Possibly? I didn't. Oh, see- school dance team. It was a I, dance team. I didn't yeah. see that movie, but I remember dance seeing a trailer for it and saying, "I don't yeah, want to watch exactly this." Yeah, exactly the same. <laughs> um, oh yeah, So horrible memory, but I have been drinking, so I'll blame it on that. So. Just just for the audience's sake, none of us have seen this movie going into it. We have not. We've I think seen um, the trailers. Since you're like about to jump off the cliff of let's go watch it now. Yes, I'll, I'll I'm excited. I've been wanting to watch this for a while. That's great. I'm going to hijack it for the audience's Ugh. sake and sort of follow the protocol since you want to jump off the cliff. Uh, Don't so, jump off any cliffs, Ellie. We'd, we'd miss you. Yeah. So 
Oh no, there she goes. Okay, I guess I'll skip her for a minute until she can climb back up the cliff. Uh, so, Bran, uh, what do you kind of expect going into this, besides something less sad than last week's movie? Or last month's movie, two weeks ago? I don't know when this is. Well, especially as we are now, at least in America, in the winding down period of COVID, it should be interesting to watch a movie about a disaster and people are trapped inside a house. <laughs> that's a good point because this movie did come out before COVID. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well that's going to be COVID. fucked up. Have you gotten your second shot yet? I know. I, I actually know. get it this next Tuesday. Oh, nice. This next Tuesday is when I will have been fully vaccinated by, because by, two weeks after my second shot. So that's when I'm officially. Interesting. Fully Set that vaccinated. down so I can give you a high five. Fine. I wanted to drink my wen. <laughs> um. um Ah, jinx. Uh, so I've not seen it either, obviously, as I was sort of hinting at. I'm really excited and curious about it because I really enjoy dark comedies in general. I enjoy the notion of everything has gone as wrong as possible and the way that people bump off of each other in situations like that. It compulsively makes me laugh, and I think it's because I've just got a very nervous personality by default, so when I'm allowed to do that and mm-hmm. it doesn't make me look like a freak, that feels really nice. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, and when does this episode come out? Because we are recording it on Mayday. <laughs> Let me find out. To the Google machine. So hopefully nothing drastic happens covid-wise between now and then because then we'll feel bad about we'll all feel bad about referring to this as the final days winding down of covid (laughs) well hey i'm vaccinated so i I mean in fairness (laughs) at least people um, can get vaccinated now now granted india (laughs) this doesn't come out until the tail end of august yeah so there's a lot of time for everything to go fucking tits hello future people Uh, we're really sorry that the world has ended (laughs) I was speaking to you from the mysterious... Calm down over there. Um, I'm speaking to you from the mysterious past. It sucks here. Hopefully it's better in your time. But if it's not, it makes this episode all the more appropriate. Yes. Hopefully it's not too relatable. We'll see. Let's go watch now. Can we go watch now? Fine. (laughs) Yay! I'm ready when you guys are. Oh, are we starting? Mm-hmm. Oh, hi. Hi. <laughs> my bad. Sorry, I was trying to get my phone set up in case I needed to reference who played who in the cast, and I was not paying attention to... Yeah. My know, phone ain't even near me. It's on the other side of the room. The signals. Well, hi. So, <laughs> welcome back. Here, we let's, watched the let's, movies. Let's try a different intro, okay, where I don't cool. surprise you guys by telling you I've already started Yeah, let's try that. Okay. That would be nice. And go. Okay, we watched It's a Disaster. I personally loved it. It wasn't a disaster. I mean, not, for, not the movie. It sucks for the cast, but you know. <clears throat> yeah, um, now that we've watched it, shall we uh, give a quick summary of, sure, of it? Sure, sure. Um, so, quick summary. Basically, we've got four couples that traditionally always attend a Sunday brunch at one of their friends' homes. Um, and it's kind of 
over the years, the impression is given that it's kind of devolved into a really awkward social situation that nobody really wants to be at, but they all go out of some weird sense of obligation to mm-hmm. friendships. Yeah, you know, there's a fifth couple. They literally just never show up. Well, they do. Oh, they just don't late. make it. Yeah, they're <laughs> yeah. just always late, um, and they pay for it later. So um, while they are at brunch, so we have a couple and there is one person out of the um, out of everybody who has never been to the brunch because he has recently started dating one of the characters. So he's meeting everybody for the first time. So another layer of awkwardness. And Mm -hmm. as they're getting to know each other, uh, some shit goes down and it's eventually revealed that some dirty bombs were set off about like five miles, 12 miles downtown from where they are. And so they find out that they basically have a few hours to live. Initially, they think that it's radiation. They find out that it's VX gas. Mm-hmm. Right. So they, they're not going to live a very long time. So it's basically you watch all of them try to cope with this news. Some secrets come out from these couples. Uh, one couple reveals they're planning to get a divorce. Um, and, of course, there's affairs that happen. Um, yeah, <clears throat> not during the um, movie, but you, you, you find out revealed that they yeah occurred. they're revealed. Yeah. Um, you get to see kind of like everybody's true personalities kind of yeah. come out. One couple breaks up. <laughs> yep, one couple the, breaks up. The div- the couple who are planning on a divorce seem to reconcile. Yeah, seem to reconcile. <laughs> um, and then we have one couple that just seems to be either swingers or non-monogamous. Yeah. Um, I mean, swingers are non-monogamous. Sorry. Yes, that's true. <laughs> I don't know if I don't know if they would even themselves put themselves in a category. So yeah. maybe that's fair enough. To, we'll I think they're too high on cocaine to be yeah, worrying we'll about labels. Yeah, we'll just leave it at that. Uh, but yeah, oh, and then um, uh, one of my favorite parts is the big twist. Like, uh, so the the new person there is played by uh, by David Cross. Um, Does a great a, job. Yeah, as a character, Glenn. Mm-hmm. And he seems like a normal, albeit kind of awkward guy yeah. uh, for most of the movie. And then right near the end, there's a reveal that he's actually a crazy Christian guy. Yeah. Right. Absolutely batshit bat insane. Yeah, who thinks Johnny that, Crazy Bowls, <laughs> as Julia Stiles uh, calls him. Yeah, yes. he thinks that it's like the rapture and he, and he, he poisons the wine that they're about to drink. He's like, oh, well, I love you guys, and I want to make sure you all go to heaven with me. By so, killing everybody. Yeah, so this <laughs> contains a ton of this medication, so many sleeping pills, rat and poison. a handful of rat poison, just just to top it off. Yep, just to make sure, for sure, I, I think dies. I think he said a healthy heaping of rat poison. He did. I, yeah. I believe was the quote. Well, I thought it was interesting because, you know, um, as far as having his character come in, it's almost like this is who the audience is seeing all this through is yeah. him. And then you get to the end where yeah. it's like, oh, damn. Yeah. And of course, Julia Stiles' character makes the comment of, you know, up until this guy, she always picks these fucking crazy people. Yeah. It never <laughs> works out. And then, of course, the end of the movie, she's flipping out like, I told you, I always <laughs> pick the crazy people. Damn it. Yeah. Um, and then the movie ends. Uh, uh, I really enjoyed the ending. Yes. Because they ending all was agree, perfect. They all agree that they're going to drink the wine. And then, you know, they go one, two, three, go. They all go to drink, except nobody drinks. And they all go, oh, come on. And they're like, like even his character. I'm like, this yeah. is your fucking idea. You yeah. should be all gung ho for this. Yeah, and they're all like, well, I just wanted to see if everybody else would do it. And so then they go to do it again, and it's not. And the same deal. Nobody does it. And America Ferrera goes, come on, are we doing this or not? It wasn't America Ferrera. It was the other one, um, the one that's in the band. Was it? I yep. thought it was America Ferrera. No. Oh. Nope. Yeah, no, it was. Uh, it was. What's her face? Um, I thought because I thought the very last Emma. one yes. before the cut to credits was America Ferrera. Nope. Huh. 
Well, maybe I just wanted to Emma, see her. Emma, who's played by Aaron Hayes. I do not know who that was. Wait, hold on. No, no, no. Aaron Emma Hayes. Was that Lexi? Aaron Hayes is the character? No, I'm sorry. It it was it was Lexi, uh, not not Emma. Got the it. The cast listing is very strange. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, you know, it's interesting because um, it has a small cast because, you know, it all takes place basically in a house. Um, and so there's three pretty recognizable names, David Cross, Julia Stiles, and uh, America Ferreira, mm-hmm. and then a bunch of people I'd never heard of before. Right. I still, the casting was fantastic. Yeah. They all riffed off each other. <laughs> really well mm-hmm. chemistry the awkward tension all of it like um and the writing was sensational in my yeah opinion. yeah i was really entertaining um there was uh one moment that really stood out and they didn't because of the way the movie moves it didn't really happen again um but right towards the beginning of the movie they're like <clears throat> you, you, you the i mean you don't walk into the room but like you know the camera goes into this room right and uh and there's kind of two conversations happening, and each of you were listening to a different conversation, yep. and it kind of threw you both off. And I was just like, "This is exactly what it's like to be at a party yep. where you've got all these conversations going, yes. and you kind of and you're like and you're listening to bits and pieces and, and trying to you don't to know who to listen to, yeah, like, and which was, one's yep. more important. And it was it was set up very well, you know. Yep. There was another movie actually. I haven't had a chance to watch it. Wish I could remember the name of it. I'll see if I can find it here in a little bit. Um, but. The movie is about this young woman, uh, early 20s. Uh, She's in a failing, weird little relationship, which she recently found out she is the other woman, and this guy is having an affair, like, away from his wife. She goes to this party her family is hosting. Her whole family is, like, this huge Jewish family. And the whole movie is this weird, like, comedy horror where all of the horror is just the social interactions <laughs> and her trying to keep her sanity as everyone's asking a million fucking questions. Oh, that sounds like a, that. Yeah, that sounds like a great movie. I would easily relate to that. The trailer showed that a lot of those sorts of same interactions are happening where it's like you don't know which conversation to listen to and the main character is like part of three conversations at once and trying to figure out what to say and who to say it to mm-hmm. right. and everyone is misconstruing the conversations. Right. It's, yeah, it looks like a hell of a movie. Right. Well, this was a great movie, in my opinion. I was super excited to watch it. We None of us here had ever seen it before. Mm-hmm. I remember seeing the trailer for it when it first came out in, I want to say, 2016, or was it 2012? Uh, it turns out it was made in 2012, released in 2013. 13. Okay, cool. Yeah, independent movies have kind of a weird release schedule like that. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So I remember seeing the trailer and being like, this looks awesome and I really want to see it. And I just never wound up seeing yeah, it. One of those, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but fortunately, it's on one of the streaming services that we have access Hulu. to. Hulu, so yeah. 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 Thank you, Hulu. We appreciate it. So I thought it was great. A lot of good things in this movie. But do we want to go around if see if we can narrow it down to a favorite thing? Yeah. Why don't you start off with your favorite thing? Cool. Um, that one was pretty easy for me. Granted, I love the writing. Mm-hmm. But America Ferreira, for me, just kind of made that movie i love her character <laughs> yeah and frankly i think it's from a selfish perspective because everything that she did as far as her character choices what happens to her character mm-hmm. i'm like that's probably exactly how i would react if yeah. i found out a bunch of dirty yeah. bombs went off downtown i would i would either be doing what she was doing or possibly curling up in a ball and crying yeah one i would one probably do both yeah. to be fair i'd probably like she did go into yeah. shock yeah. At, the, at the start of it so maybe that's the equivalent of her crying it's yeah. just on the inside I would probably, um, you know, alternate possibly wildly between the two, between yeah. <laughs> uh, between just complete nihilism and yeah. uh, absolute 
horror. Yeah, but I mean her. <laughs> I would fly easily into absolute lunacy. Mm-hmm. Right, but her um, her character choices, as far as like she um, she's in a relationship with a guy who just worries about absolutely mm-hmm. everything. Complete kind of conspiracy theorist, mm-hmm. like. Um, and she like breaks up with him where she was yeah. like they were engaged they've been engaged for six years I yeah. think they said in the movie mm-hmm. and she's like you know I'm just gonna tell you this whole situation has caused me to reevaluate <laughs> our relationship and I'm done <laughs> like yeah. I'm out yeah. and, <laughs> and she, I'm like good for yeah. you lady and she'd been saying she's just like I'm just you know we haven't set a wedding date because I'm terrified of the idea of planning, of planning something with somebody who worries so much right exactly <laughs> so yeah good for you but her character I, I'll I have always really liked her as an actress mm-hmm. in general, but her character in there and how she like portrayed her was great. Yeah, yeah she's a great actress. She's yes. really, really good. I think she's so underrated. Mm-hmm. Like, I, yeah. I really, really do, and it makes me mad. Yeah. But that's a whole other rant. Then we're uh, yeah. not here for that. So who wants to go next? Uh, I, I can't necessarily... Well, I can mention my favorite thing. I'm not going to yet because you were about to mention yours. Mm-hmm. But I figured I would mention something interesting I found out all three of us seem to really like the character of Hal in his very brief scene. Right. Mm-hmm. His scene was very brief, and he didn't show up again because he was played by the fucking director. Oh, no yeah. way. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's Todd great. Todd Berger. Uh, Todd so Berger just shows up, plays this one little character, and pieces right back out again. Yeah, so um, I don't think we explained who Hal is in the intro- or in the no, summary. But yeah. Oh, yeah, so like right at the beginning, um, they realize something's wrong because uh, their power goes out, the phone dies, they can't get cell signal, they can't get TV signal, etc. And then there's a knock at the door, uh, and their neighbor Hal is there in a, in a hazmat suit, and uh, it's a, there's a very funny moment because he's like, oh, why wasn't I invited to brunch? Like, oh, I invite you to all my game nights, but because my wife left me. Yeah, no, no <laughs> you know, I don't get to come to the couple's how. brunch. But yeah, so it's a, he kind of tells them what's going on. It's a bit of a like, kind of exposition type right, thing. Right, for the sake um, of like plot and things like yeah. that. But it was done in a great yeah, way. Yeah, so it was very well done. And, and kind of like uh, that, um, uh, the thing with Hal made you feel like, you know, it could have easily been a play. Right. And, uh, like, I'd been talking about how it was all kind of contained to one house. Right. And I feel like you definitely could have, you know, oh, yeah. do a stage version of it exactly. fairly easily oh, yeah. with a small set. You know, yeah. you kind of just divide it out into, like, maybe different rooms Sections and stuff. Sections of the house, yeah. And you just, like, kind of light them up based on, right. you know, which one's important. And exactly. Then the characters can move between them as necessary. Hey, if they ever want to make this a stage play, can I just make the request? I really want to be heady. <laughs> yeah. And, hey, <laughs> at, you know, as a woman of color, it's, like, <laughs> perfect. Yeah. Done. Sold. You don't have to worry about the uh, the uh, um, the director being, like, uh, as you've said in the past about, you know, yeah. with cash, casting and stuff. It's, like, hey, Hispanic character, Hispanic person. Person. Right. Give me the role. <laughs> Please give me the role. <laughs> but no, actually, to sort of go back a few steps uh, and loop another idea back mm-hmm. in, you were talking about how great it was that you couldn't decide which conversation to follow. Mm-hmm. Imagine how easy that would be to do on a stage, though. Yeah. Have... Like, don't even necessarily light which rooms are important. Just have all of the rooms equally lit. And then just conversations flowing from room to room. Mm. And you're sort of left to right. guess, which one am I actually supposed to be following that right now? That would be so great. And, It'd be a pain in the ass to and follow. And the difference yeah. between um, uh, the, a stage and uh, in the film, you know, because it's a single camera setup for the film. Right. Well, not a, single, not a single camera setup, but, you know, it's, it's the yes. one set of eyes that you're looking through. Right. But the stage, you know, it would also show you what all the other characters are doing, you know, while characters are doing this. Yes. And it almost gives you a little bit more... Um, right. 
uh, space to work with. So yes. I think I think it would actually make a really great play. Hey, you know? I would love um, to be Hattie. Also, more opportunity there. to include weird little visual gags. Yeah. Of, like, particularly what Buck and Lexi are up to. Yeah. Oh my just God. bouncing from room to <laughs> yeah. room. Not even just the sex. Like, them like, oh, we're, we're going to use this to make this to do this. We're going to have drugs now. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Alrighty. And Lexi on her, or not Lexi, Hetty on her like ecstasy quest. That was <laughs> that was fantastic. Ecstasy. This is more like poor man's ecstasy. That <laughs> <laughs> uh, requires more time and ingredients. Yep. <laughs> uh, my favorite thing. Uh, I'll go ahead and mention it off real fast. Uh, Julia Stiles. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's it. Yeah. Originally was going to be David Cross, but I'm I'm really tired of David Cross always being the fucking <laughs> crazy dude and everything. I'm ready for him to just play, you know. I was actually a fairly well-rounded dude. I was actually going to say that until I saw the ending of this movie, <laughs> where I was like, I think this is the first movie that I've seen David Cross in where he's just not bonkers. Yeah, I commented you know what that. I mean? You know, um, like it's really yeah. kind of nice to see him playing the almost straight man. Yeah, I commented that while watching it. I was just like, yeah, it's weird seeing David Cross and he's not like the weird one he was the you know nice but i'll i'll be an awkward guy and then it turns out no he's absolutely nuts right oh shit he's crazy yeah. johnny yeah. crazy balls <laughs> yeah but yeah julia styles is like it was she she was very much the uh, the normal one and then also there's a the great moment when the couple who was late finally show up and, and she, she just, just let them have them it they're just that like that was beautiful. some cold shit right there get, lady was i being yeah. harsh i feel like i was being harsh you get a hint something happened with some guy named claudio apparently yeah uh which was not the name of either of the people outside so you know it's uh you get a hint at uh, the bigger world going on there but uh um so i'd have to say for my favorite thing um Oh, I'm shit. You hadn't mentioned yours yet. No, I just kind of started talking about. It's okay. Oh shit. I'm no, sorry. I must it. have spaced. I'm sorry. But yeah, no, don't worry about it. Um, it's it's fine. Um, it's it's not like you tried to move on to the next thing, you know. And just so anyway, my least favorite thing. No. Fuck you, sir. In the ass with something uncomfortable to have in your ass. <laughs> not with something comfortable to have in your ass, because then exactly it really wouldn't com- be that much of a fuck. I mean, you would still be getting fucked, but you you, you know what I'm saying, right? She wants you to have unpleasant butt sex. Mm-hmm. What if all butt sex is pleasant to me? I, I wish the least pleasant variety of it with like, a, I don't know, like a, a mace or something. <laughs> do, do you mean mace as in the spray or mace as no, in the pointy mace, thing? Mace like with mace. Yeah. Don't would. threaten me with a good time. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, so um, uh, so since you guys already talked about some of your other favorite things in the movie, uh, I'm going to mention I really liked the way music was moved, used. Yes. Yeah. Um, not least because there was an appearance of a song by my favorite band, Lord Huron. The song, the off of uh, the... Um, First album. Yeah, uh, like a, a bonus extended version of it. Uh, the song is The Stranger. That um, was off a bonus extended mm-hmm. version, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and it's a really great song and it's funny because you hear it very muffled at first because the song is playing in a car and you're outside of the car and I still recognized it. I was like, wait a goddamn minute. I'd recognize Lord Huron anywhere. (laughs) (laughs) This is true fact. She would. Um, but anyway, not just that, um, but also like their use of classical music, um, in the beginning pulling, uh, over like the opening credits and stuff. And there's a, there's a picture of a bikini atoll. Uh, the Charlie crazy balls. <laughs> Sorry, you, you mentioned in the beginning, and I'm just like, oh, in Bible the shit. The earth was created. No? No, 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 that was the joke. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, but anyway, yeah, so it pans out over this uh, black and white photo of a, a nuclear bomb being dropped on Bikini Atoll. First, it looks like a beautiful beach, and then mm-hmm. Ellie realized, oh, 
fuck. Right, because yeah. well, because it was the opening credits, and it was mm-hmm. kind of like the old style credits where they go through everything. Like a lot of movies don't do that now. Uh-huh. They save most of the credits for the end of the movie because they figured, you know, people probably aren't going to want to sit through something like yeah. that. Um, but this was kind of a little bit more old school. Like they go through the cast, they go through like the supervisors for music and things like that. So it was a little bit more old school and they're just kind of slowly panning out. And I eventually noticed there's a huge bomb that went yeah. off in the distance. But you know, at first I'm not really paying attention because admittedly it's the credits. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so the song playing is, uh, is 1812 Overture. Right. Um, now, if you don't know classical music, if you're wondering what song that is, if you've seen V for Vendetta, yes. it's the... Yeah, you know, the one of the only classical songs that does require a canon to play properly. Right. Um, but uh, anyway, uh, then right at, like, what, right before they get to the... You know, you realize they're listening to it in a car, and David Cross's character shuts the car off, and then there's this funny little scene about, like, oh, don't you normally, like, listen to a song, you know, right when you get to the... You know, like after all the, you don't feel like unfulfilled. Yeah. Like. Um, but then, um, and then, you know, so there's that also was really funny. Uh, and then like in the scene where they're talking about the wine and stuff, uh, Ave Maria is, uh, is playing in the yes. background, which is a really solemn song. Um, right. and, uh, but then right, right after the whole thing with the wine, when they can't decide whether or not, to, uh, they're drinking it and it cuts to cut, uh, like regular credits, right. then, then the big overture from 1812 so starts finally playing get it. <laughs> and it was great. Uh, okay, lots of things that we love about this movie. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious as far as least favorite thing. I mean, for mine it's easy, but again, yeah. All right, no, Noel's, you you were Noel's very raising his hand. We're gonna let him go during first. the movie. So yeah, go ahead. There are very funny moments and really entertaining moments, but on the whole, I would love to see every single one of these characters get beaten to death with rocks. To be fair, it's they're not. All of, they're really not very likable people. Yeah. And when you first like meet these people, you're like, how are they even all friends? Yeah. They're, they're, they're just so cruel to each other. Yeah, they're really written in a way to, yes. to up the tension and to kind of make you hate them all. Right, exactly. <laughs> but I, for me personally, that works. And frankly, I've had mm-hmm. friendships, like a lot of my high school friendships. They were great friendships, but man, the way we talked to each other, mm-hmm. anybody outside our group of friends were looking at us like, oh my God, these bitches hate each other. Um... All right, so we got Noel's least favorite thing. We got, did we get your, we got your least favorite thing, Brian? Uh, no, we didn't. Okay, we were focusing on Noel. So, Brian, yeah. least favorite thing. Um, yeah, so um, I think the thing I liked least about it um, is the movie just didn't have a whole lot of structure. Um, there really wasn't a plot. There was, like, a thing that was going on. Yeah. But there wasn't, a, you know, there wasn't... Yeah. I honestly thought that one guy was going to go absolutely fucking crazy and, like, hold everyone hostage. Oh, yeah, the, uh... Shane? Shane? Yeah. Yeah, the America Ferrera's boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Eddie's boyfriend. Fiance, and then got dumped, yeah. <laughs> appropriately so. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, yeah, I definitely expected there to be more with him, but, yeah, there really wasn't, uh... The, basically, the plot was, uh... We're gonna follow these people around in yeah. the end of the, at the end of the world. Yeah, so I guess I'm just used to movie movies having a bit more structure than that, um... Yeah. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I actually, I think it's because I thought that that was well done in this movie that mm-hmm. it didn't bother me. Normally, yeah. stuff like that bothers me. Yeah. Because it, it tends to <clears throat> make things feel like they're dragging on. There's no point. Like I get irritated with stuff mm-hmm. like that easily, and I think it, the writing was good enough where it you we're still moving along with things. Mm-hmm. Um, 
to try and because you still in my opinion i'm like you still found things out and they kind of started it the movie off by centering it around like the couple that's heading hosting the brunch Mm -hmm. like there's clearly an issue with most likely with their relationship Mm -hmm. what are they going to reveal about it and then once they reveal stuff about it are they going to make it through or are they not going to make it through Mm -hmm. that kind of for me was kind of like the thing that people kept coming back to in the movie. Yeah. To kind of serve that purpose. Yeah. Now, it wasn't... It was very loose. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't, like, the main... Yeah, but I think it was done well enough with having that kind of as, like, the backbone for some of the other things mm-hmm. that it worked well enough where it didn't bother me. Yeah. Yeah, I think it, I think they did it well, um, all things considered. And it was... They kept it short, you know? They, yes. They... Um, only flat 90 minutes yeah i feel like um thinking back a very common complaint i have about the movies they watch is "Eh, it could have been shorter yeah this movie i think i think if it had been longer the not having a super strict plot could have been a bigger issue right but uh but yeah they kept it short and sweet uh so i think they were able to get away with that but yeah i mean like if i were to change anything i think i would have uh had a bit more structure but yeah there was always somebody doing something crazy that kept things moving in the movie right for sure and i mean the situation itself is pretty crazy so mm-hmm. that helps too yeah so but yes i agree like that type of movie you can't drag that shit out mm-hmm. <laughs> like you can't and not and and not have like more in the plot going on so <clears throat> so yeah um i mean mine again is pretty easy it's also kind of superficial i don't even know if it's bad because i think you're supposed to hate his character that as much as I do, but Shane, oh my god, he was my yeah. easily my least favorite thing. I easily. I, I'm not sure if you were supposed to necessarily. I, I also hate him. I want to agree with that. <laughs> um, but I'm not sure if you were supposed to hate him or if you were supposed to laugh at the situation. Because I hated him and also laughed at all the stupid things he said. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, I think that's the purpose of his character. It's mm-hmm. like, you're not supposed to like him at all. The way that he's treating his fiance, like, first of all, she's in shock. Not doing yeah. anything about it. He's clearly prioritizing, one, himself. Mm-hmm. And two, what else, whatever's, whatever crazy conspiracy theory he's got going on yeah. in his head is more important than the fact that this woman just, uh, one of his friends said, your wife is in shock. You need to go check on her. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, I'll do that in like yeah. a minute. Yeah. So... You know, you're not supposed to like him, but I think out of all the other characters, um, and if I got to be nitpicky about it, he was my least favorite thing about the whole fucking movie. Because I think his his shtick, mm-hmm. for lack of a better words, just got old real quick to me. Yeah, I think it makes sense to have a character who's into that sort of thing in the movie. Um, but yeah, it like I I was waiting for another character to give him a piece of their mind right that didn't that didn't really it kind of sort of happened towards the end like Uh america like she broke up with him she called him on the carpet about some shit Mm -hmm. but you know he almost like didn't accept it like didn't take yeah like you can't can't cancel a wedding that they where there isn't a date set she was like watch me do this shit (laughs) yeah so yeah and he also like in my opinion had the least amount of growth yeah yeah, it. Yeah, there's definitely that. I a think lot of the America, other America, you know. and other characters pr- like grew exponentially more. Mm-hmm. They're all gonna die. Yeah. But as far as for the purpose of the movie and such, his character grew the least. So mm-hmm. therefore, I just. Yeah, everybody brushed him off, but nobody like really, other than her breaking up with him. Nobody was ever right. just like, dude. What the fuck? Shut up! Yeah. You fucking nutcase. Yeah. Because, and I mean, maybe that just goes to the point of, like, his character where everybody's like, dude, there's there's no talking to him about this. Just yeah, let him go off true. and do his... That's true. These people have all known each other for years. I've got people like that in my life where I'm like, look, just don't, mm-hmm. either don't bring don't this shit up, yeah. or if you do, you gotta let them go on their tangent <laughs> and don't 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, no, with horror movies. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to talk are... about a horror movie. I, I, I will so, not fair, entirely plenty, understand, but... There are plenty hey. of people that like horror movies, <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with liking horror movies, because if there was something wrong with it, or if it wasn't that great of a thing, they wouldn't continue to make them. Yeah. But no, mm-hmm. he's like, you let him talk about his horror movie. It's let something him have he really it. loves. Yep. <laughs> You're not going to watch the movie unless he adds it to the list. <laughs> There's a few of them. There's, yeah, we got a few. Yep. So, I mean, you just you got to let him have it and let him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Me talking about whatever podcast I've been listening to lately. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll just smiles and nods like, yep. Uh-huh, yep love- yeah. You've told me about this one a hundred times. Yeah. Yep, no, but- I'm not going to listen to yep, it. Literally I- just earlier today. <laughs> yep. <laughs> And hey, my, stop podcasting yourself is very good. And me loving my things that make me feel nostalgic, even though they're probably relatively... Hashtag Johnny Quest. Yeah. Like, most people would look at those things and they're like, you've got to be kidding. I'm not, and I'm like, yes, I do own this. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> so She does. She owns an entire box set of... Is it the entire series or just season one? I forget. It's the entire series of that particular... Version? Yes. And then they reanimated and re like beat ruined it. Yeah, <laughs> it seems to be the uh, the theme when they redo those things. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, don't get me wrong; it's very cheesy and corny. And one oh, of yeah, the one of the best thi- <laughs> one of the best things to do is like catch all their fuck ups in the editing and shit. And they're like, well, "That character spoke, but that's the wrong voice actor." Oh, interesting. That. Oh yeah, <laughs> happens. That's pretty bad. <laughs> that's one of the that's one of like my favorite pastimes is doing that. I did that on Super Friends. All the time. So, like, Super Friends on Boomerang, when that shit would come on, they'd be, they're literally, like, like, Superman or Batman would be missing, like, quote, unquote, missing, and so the rest of the Super Friends got to try and figure out what happened, and they'll accidentally, I don't know what the artist was smoking, but, like, they literally drew Batman and Superman in the f- same fucking scene, and they're like, where could they have gone? <laughs> so. That's pretty freaking bad. Yep. It's happened. It's happened in at least one episode that I can think of. Probably reusing footage. Yeah. Any overall thoughts about the movie that we're missing? I know we did least in favorite, least favorite, and most favorite, and all that fun stuff. And by the way, this wine is called Pacific Rim, which is about a different apocalyptic scenario. Ah. <laughs> um, no, I, I think on the whole we basically covered everything. Uh, as far as I can see, it doesn't appear that it was ever a play. We should totally uh, do that. Agreed. Uh, it was made by an LA-based comedy group called The Vacationeers. Uh, like I said, directed by Todd Berger and featured a cameo by Todd Berger. Um, one interesting thing that I did find out is before it ever released on iTunes or like video on demand or anything like mm-hmm. that, it was on Vine in six second bursts. Are you serious? They released the entire thing on Vine six seconds at a time. Yeah. That's Honestly, that sounds exhausting. Awful. Yeah. 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 No, Especially that, with this style of movie where you got multiple conversations going on mm-hmm. at the same time. Like, that are longer than six seconds. By a lot. Yeah. Uh, no, it was done as a tongue-in-cheek experiment and more a stunt than anything. Um, and they pretty much immediately regretted it and uh, like after the one movie, they abandoned any plans to do that again. You know what? It sounds like a disaster. Yeah. But um, tish. Womp womp. Yep. So, Ellie, why don't you roll that die? Whoop, whoop. We got our infamous third question. Okay, here we go. I have 12. Which is how many miles away they were from downtown. Womp, womp. What lesson could one learn watching this film in reverse? Ooh. That was... Don't feel bad for David Cross's character. (laughs) (laughs) 
That way you know right from the start, oh, hell no, this guy's nuts. Yeah. Don't let him be the one who goes downstairs to get the wine. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, I feel like watching a reverse, you're able to really get the vibe of relationships yeah. aren't as complicated as everyone tries to make them out to be. Mm-hmm. It's a lot easier to just appreciate someone than to start shit with them over every petty little thing yeah i think it that would have been my thing too is as far as it, i'm like it's got to be centered on something with relationships and probably the fact that we as people complicate relationships much more than we actually need to mm-hmm. that probably would have been my overall take where you're watching like it's already whatever's devolved has already devolved mm-hmm. and if you're watching it in reverse you can see where that shit may have been coming from mm-hmm and it's really, I'm like, really, <laughs> like you could have, we could have, we could have moved past all this shit. <laughs> yeah, you, you can see it in a positive light with them already having worked everything out, right? And then, like you were saying, by the time that you get to the beginning, uh, you can see where all the shit fell apart at. Yeah. So I think that probably would have been my biggest takeaway, where it's like, like we think we're so great and everything, but we really just complicate things needlessly. Goddamn humans! Yeah, fucking shit up with their brains, humanness. Yep. Fucking primates, all of them. They're just monkeys with anxiety. Functionally true. Yeah. It'd be so much better if we were all secretly shit beetles, just rolling balls of shit around. Who needs if it makes you to feel love better, each other when you can love a ball of shit? I was going to say, if it helps, I feel like that often at times. <laughs> you feel like a beetle rolling around a ball of shit? Yeah, man. I'm a little offended by this. <laughs> I love you too. <laughs> it's only, you only need to be offended no, no. if you view yourself as the ball of shit. Yeah, you are not the ball of shit. It's just everything else in life where it's like, yep, got to pay the bills, yeah. got to pay see, this, got to go to work and deal with love. these stupid fucking people. Honey, do you love the ball of shit? You know that the shit beetles roll it up for another beetle, right? See, is that their gesture of love? Yeah. Fascinating. Oh, so you roll around all this shit for me? Mm-hmm. Yes, I pay bills for <laughs> oh, you. Oh I love it. And I pay bills for you. I love you. Yeah, so the turd wheel just keeps on going. The turd in the night keeps on rolling. That's exactly where my brain went also. <laughs> I'm so glad you sang it because I was about to. <laughs> now I don't have to be the one who embarrassed myself by not knowing the rest of the words. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that probably would have been my biggest takeaway. I don't think we got one from you, Bran. Uh, no, yeah. I started. I yeah. said, you know not to trust, uh, or don't you know not to David feel sorry Cross. for David Cross. Oh, character. that was a yeah. real thing. Okay, I yeah. wasn't sure if you were just saying that for the sake of, okay, cool. Got it. Right. I um, was just saying that for the sake of whatever you're about to say, but also it is my, my choice. <laughs> Got it. Got it. Okie dokie. So we've done favorite things. We've done least favorite things. We did our random question, which means it's time for final thoughts and plugs. Yeah. Final thought. It was a fun movie. I'm glad we watched it. It was yeah. a nice change of pace after uh, yeah. our, our last episode. That, that was a heavy hard. movie. This that is heavy. not a heavy movie. Yeah. I, it can I be if you. This. It could. It can be if you look at it in the right light. But no, not not designed to. No, I feel like all these characters deserve to die pa- painfully, f- or from VX gas, or from sleeping pill wine. <laughs> oh, we didn't mention <laughs> the, uh, hold on. <laughs> I'm not sure if I'll be able to cut that one. I might Sorry. leave it in for laughs. It was so close. Uh, in case you couldn't tell, because my voice sounds different, I'm recovering from a cold right now, Your guys. voice doesn't sound different. It sounds different to me. It sounds different in my head. Your head lies to you. We already um. knew that, because you experience mental illness the same as us. Hmm. This is true. Anyway, um, uh, but yeah, so like uh, the wine that uh, Glenn crushes the pills into is a red wine, and 
Um, uh, Shane, the, 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 the conspiracy character, yeah. The biggest asshole. The conspiracy theorist character is like, well, do you, do you have a white wine? It's like, if it's going to be my last drink, I'm just not really a Merlot fan. Just shut up and drink. And Glenn's like, you know, I had some before I put the pills in and it's actually a very good Merlot. Jeez. (laughs) It was very funny. So. Alrighty. Cool. Plugs, plugs, plugs. It's like shots. I was going to say insert sexual joke here, but... Plug Null's butt. We already did that joke. Well, that's the only plug joke I could think of. Okay. Well, moving right My along. range when it comes to uh, plug-related humor is not... You've got three plugs in front of you. That's not I'm terribly, sorry, four. But that's not sexual. It doesn't need to be sexual. I thought we were making... I said insert sexual joke here. Yeah. So. yeah, but I made a shots joke. You could have made an electronics joke. Okay, moving right along... So clearly, I couldn't have. <laughs> I didn't think of it. I guess. <laughs> Moving right along. LSCpod at gmail.com is our email. Send us things like questions or recommendations for movies. Recommendations. Our hundredth episode is going to end up being a listener's choice. We're going to have a big All poll. All five of you, which we greatly appreciate. Wait, yeah. Surely we have more than five listeners by now. Six. Oh. Ah. Woo! We have six listeners. Woo! Nice. We love all six of you. One Thanks of them is so me. So it's good and to one know of them is me. me. <laughs> okay, thank you, four of you. Yeah, we love you guys. Thank you. Uh, Less than five. Oh, uh, go us. Um, the Twitter handle is also at LSCpod. And just to keep things interesting, the Instagram is at Longshot Club, right? Yeah. I don't know. You run it, not me. Yeah. Let me check. Now, before I give you bad information, who put me in charge of this nonsense? I'm pretty sure you, you did. did. Oh, what was I thinking? Uh, username, yeah, Longshot Club. Okay. Hooray. Uh, but yeah, I run um, I run the Insta, in case you couldn't tell by that. Uh, and I post memes and junk. Whoop. Lots of junk. And then you guys have your own personal Twitter handles, right? Why, yes, we do, Ellie. Thank you for noticing. You're welcome. Uh, mine is at Brandigan Star with two R's. I'm at MXM Null. That's got two L's and a couple of M's in it. Also an N, I think. And an X. And a U, just for just because words usually require vowels. Uh, also the at sign, but that's more a Twitter thing than me. Mm. I don't have any of those things. Mm-hmm. She does, but leave her alone. Mm-hmm. For the love of God, leave her alone. Yeah. And then if you just desperately want to hear Null and I talk some more, we yeah. do another show called Midtown Mythos. It's great. But it has nothing to do with this. It has nothing to do with this. We play a game that Null created called Midtown Mythos. I mean, that is one way in which it is similar, because that's a disaster. <laughs> no, it's good. That's why you never play it. Well, I don't play it because it's just not my thing, and I'd be very, very boring on your show. No, you'd be fun. I don't think so. <laughs> We've tried this in real life before. It never goes mm-hmm. well. Hey, so uh, what's the hint for our next uh, movie film? Oh boy, it's Null's turn. (laughs) This is going to be interesting. I looked through a lot of quotes from the movie, and I couldn't find one that I felt summarized it. So instead, I figured I would go through some of the the cast that you can look forward to if you choose to watch the movie with us. Uh, So from the top, we've got Bill Pullman, James Earl Jones, Michael Madsen, Mm -hmm. Philip McGraw, Charlie Sheen, Anthony Anderson, Cloris Leachman, mm, Molly Shannon. I think she's still alive. So she can exist rest in peace. Rest in peace? I, no. I think she passed away. Oh, really? I don't know who she is, so. 
to the Google machine. Yeah. Okay. Hold on to that hand. Is it Molly Shannon? Was that the name you said? Cloris Leachman. No, that's the one I said rest in peace about. Oh, Molly Shannon's still alive. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah, that's the one I was like, I don't know if she's still alive or not. Oh, so she can exist in yeah, peace. Yeah, Molly Shannon is still alive. Okay. Kevin Hart's also still alive. Mm-hmm. Cloris Leachman, you know. not so much. Yeah, Cloris no, Leachman, not so dead. much. She's been um, done been dead for a few months now. Even longer. By the Kevin time Hart, Chris Elliott, Carmen Electra, Little John, and Shaq. From the windows to the walls. To the walls. <laughs>